I came from a sexless marriage. And I know that we have to tread around this topic lightly, especially that I came from a very conservative background, and especially that I haven't really told anyone about my story. Um, what made me decide to share this is because I want to make a point. I'm not here to change your opinion about things. I'm just here to make you consider things. My name is Lee, and these are Decapitated Thoughts. Yeah, that wasn't a clickbait. That is real. I came from a sexless marriage. But we'll get to that later on. You know what, stranger? Let's reverse our conversation. So instead of telling you what people think about... Uh, me or you know if this opinion is coming from a girl instead of saying it towards the end I'll tell you now stranger how they react they flip some of them laugh some of them would be in disbelief that it's coming from a girl so see whenever guys are asking me in particular guys are asking me if I like having sex and I answer Yes, they all flip. I mean, come on. Um, honestly, it's it's. I, I'm not a hypocrite to say that I don't enjoy it. I am psychologically sound to say that I enjoy it. If I came from a traumatic place, I probably would tell you that I don't enjoy it. So if somebody tells you they don't enjoy it, consider this first before telling them that they're prude or anything like that. Maybe this person has had traumatic experiences in the past with doing it, particularly with consent. Maybe they've experienced sexual abuse, harassment in some way or form, and that led them to a traumatic experience. Maybe because they never really talked about it, they tried to forget about it, especially in this country where we like victim blaming and, and things like those. And especially that we don't really get adequate mental health support. That's really something that we have to deal uh, with. And that's also why we have a lot of silent sexual predators, I think. But that's for a different topic and I don't really want to give my opinion about that in this episode. So just consider this. If somebody tells you that they don't enjoy it, then maybe they're coming from a place of trauma. But there's another kind of of person. Um, Actually, I think there, there are three kinds of people who would say no so one would have a traumatic experience the other one would be somewhere in the middle Um, because we came from a very conservative background and I think the way that we view being conservative is something that we should really change you know as young girls we were taught that having sex is bad having sex is almost illegal Having sex is not good, you know, not until you get married or, you know, um, having sex had been demonized. 
I couldn't really blame a lot of people for demonizing it because, you know, people would always find a way to abuse something. But it shouldn't have been like that entirely. So I read this article about a girl some years back. Um, she wrote in, uh, it was an anonymous article. Um, she wrote in that article that on her first night of marriage, when she was already doing it with her husband who had been her boyfriend for a very very long time and he know and she knows sorry she knows this person in and out she felt violated on their first night together and i don't think that it was all her doing i think it was the with the way that she was raised it was with the way that um sex was taught to her and i think that we really need an actual sex education it's not something to be you know grinning about and whatnot it's part of life it's part of procreation so you know i think we all need to have adequate information and education about it so that kids can make informed decision whether i want to do it or i don't want to do it and lastly, the person who would say no, they don't enjoy it, are probably just being prude. If you know the history of this person, um, use your best judgment, which of the three. Um, yeah, but in any way, if you don't enjoy it, I believe that there might need some psychological intervention somewhere there. You can do it uh, as quietly, as silently as possible, or you, you know, if you're one of those people who would want to share everything on social media go ahead and do it by all means yeah so i don't know why why i get a lot of praise for being honest about it i'm i'm just it's a question and i answer it who doesn't enjoy sex anyway right so i know how important sex is in a relationship because I had the lack of it in mind. You know, physical touch is really important. And it's not just in marriage, not just in a romantic relationship. Think about it. Any relationship that you have, you want to have a physical time with a person if you want to connect with them. Like you have to visit your parents and, and sit with them. And if you know, you, you want to meet with your friends and, and laugh about certain things. It's that physical connection. And physical connection doesn't really mean you sitting there. Sometimes when you just sit there, you wrap your arms around me and your mind is somewhere else. I don't think there is a physical connection there. I might be able to connect with you skin to skin, but there's really no physical connection there because you're preoccupied with some other things. Or it can also happen to me too. It can happen to the guy. It can happen to the girl. Um, it goes both ways. So you have to physically be there or you have to have, you have to be conscious, consciously be there, right? When, when, when you say it's a physical connection. So even if you're just really talking on the phone or on a video call, if both of you are present at that moment, that's already a physical connection that can equate to a physical touch. And I've only learned about that just recently it was a more recent experience i'm like okay i thought at this age i am not going to learn anything new but hey surprise surprise that's life um it will teach you something different all the time so 
how important is sex in a relationship? It's not every, you know, a relationship is not all about sex. But doing it less can really take a toll on your relationship with a person. It might divert their interest. I'm not saying it diverted mine. It never did. Um, it never did in terms of diverting it outside of the relationship that we had, but it diverted within myself. Um, so let me just share with you that a lot of people had been asking me before why we never had kids. There was a time that it was so hard to answer that. All because I didn't know if I had to give an honest answer because we're not doing it too often. And when we do it, I probably did not know that we're already doing it. So I was passed out and, you know, sleeping soundly. Um, it wasn't as enjoyable. And I don't even think we act, we had an actual kiss. Aside from that photo for... For the wedding but aside from that i don't i can't really vividly remember because if i if there was it would probably evoke some emotion in me right now but there wasn't and maybe that's also the reason no, it, it's part of the reason why it wasn't so hard to move forward after the separation because the physical connection or a part of your connection wasn't there there was something lacking. He was unavailable emotionally and he was also unavailable sexually. He, sh- he literally just shut me off. And for years, I'd been thinking about why I didn't want to go home to see him. It was really because of that. Whenever, whenever I give him the idea that maybe we should do it, maybe we should spice things up, he would totally reject it and shut it down and made me feel like I'm a slut talking about all of these fantasies and that's not becoming of a proper woman, you know, to be talking about it, even if he was already my husband. And for a lot of these times, honestly, I felt really bad. I felt unwanted. I felt ugly. I felt undesirable it was all bad negative feelings and all negative thoughts and that's how it affected me i did not look for somebody else outside i looked inwardly maybe there was something wrong with me maybe because i gained weight maybe because i'm not pretty maybe because i'm not all of those so now even up to now, after two years, when people would tell me that, no, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're sexy, it just doesn't want to go down. I just really can't swallow it sometimes. You know, um, because that part really took a toll on my confidence. I can't totally feel beautiful after that. So I'm still rebuilding that part of myself and maybe slowly and maybe one day I would get back that confidence that I have lost and it was such a big 
impact and I can't really I can't really explain myself to people after we separated why I was acting the way that I acted why it took such a toll on my confidence because you know a lot of people always think that I have everything going you know um, but it's not true I-, I crumble when nobody when nobody's looking so and that that's really part of it if I can't be beautiful in his eyes at that time how can I be beautiful in somebody else's eyes and that I look at the mirror and I hate myself I hate who I see on the mirror so that's the, also the reason why after the whole separation I had to lose weight and all of those things and maybe unconsciously when you shut off your partner um, in terms of sex maybe unconsciously you're also making them feel that way Um, that you know you no longer desire them you no longer long for them you no longer wanted to hold them um, I don't even know why I decided to tell my story because I, I think really maybe somebody out there would learn from it. Maybe somebody out there would need it. Maybe it's you, stranger, who would actually need it and understand why, you know, sex is important in a relationship and not just think about it on a lust level or on the level of lust. No, it's it's more than that. Um, to be honest, I haven't really done it in two years or since the separation. That's liking, having fun, experiencing it, or or liking the pleasurable experience that you get is different from having to do it with random people. So it, that part doesn't really sit well with me. Uh, maybe because you know I've already set out the guiding principles in my head so yeah that one not really um not to say that i'm not gonna do it with somebody that i'm not in a relationship with but i just don't want to do it with random people because i for me it's important to connect to that person not just on a physical level but on different kinds of level your sex life your Uh, Sex in your relationship actually adds another layer of understanding. It's just really that moment when you get to know that person, not just as a person, but um, as a work of art, you know, having to touch every curves, crevices of their body um, to be able to feel the warmth of their skin against you. To feel the strength or the weakness right there. To see that passion burn in their eyes. That speaks so much more than the actual thing that you're doing. And when you're in love with that person or when you share a certain level of emotional connection with that person, it elevates the feeling of doing it. It's not just doing it because you're just, you just want to pass it on. It's doing it because you want to express something. You want this person to know that they're desirable, that you're that you're longing for them, that you want them, and that you don't want to let go of them. It's part of that. Now, 
I've read in an article somewhere that um, there's two types of desires really it's you have the responsive desire and the spontaneous desire and correct me if I'm wrong if I remember it correctly responsive desire is knowing that um, you like this person so you're gonna have sex with this person spontaneous desire is I want to have sex with this person because I enjoy doing it with this person because I want this person it's not just because I like this person so I'm gonna do it it's because I want this person that's spontaneous desire and I think over time for long relationships or for marriage that part diminishes um, so it's very important to spice things up no my experience doesn't automatically turn me into some kind of sex guru you're wrong I'm really coming out of experience and just really um, sharing it with you so we talked about physical attraction from the first episode because I think it's really important for you to have that attraction to have that emotional connection when you do it with a person um, so if uh, when we did it when we did it I know that it wasn't me that he was looking at he was absent his brain was somewhere else we never even kissed yeah I, I, did I say that? I think I already did. So he he was probably imagining some other girl and, and not me. And you would feel that, you know. And it, it was just so sad. Um, yeah, and if you're really in love with this person, that's the last thing that you don't want them to feel. To feel unloved and unwanted and that they don't belong with you it's it's really just pushing them away and, and you know what's what's really hard and what's really sad is you can't explain it when it's happening you get all of these self-doubt all of these weird feelings all of these why don't i belong here kind of questions but you just can't really point it there because you're still in denial because you still want to make things work with this person but yeah it is that it is it it can stem from that not having sex is um something that can lead to that yeah yeah and i don't know maybe having this episode is more therapeutic for me i kind of feel better having been able to say that i don't I have learned to not care about what other people would say now that you know my story maybe learn from it and rethink about the things that you're doing with your partner with a person that you're in a relationship with maybe the reason why they ask you do you love me or do you still love me or do you still want me is because there's a lack maybe not sex but there's a lot lack of physical touch maybe you haven't hugged them enough maybe you haven't kissed them enough or maybe you haven't been there physically and asked them how they were and really understood how they were for that day it may be an unpopular opinion you know um, that sex is important in a relationship but think about it I think it's just that sex had been demonized so much 
that it is an unpopular opinion, but it is important and something that you shouldn't look over in your relationship. Hey strangers, stick around and wait for the next episode. We'll be talking about when to be prude and when not to be prude. Whether you're a girl or a guy, it can work to your advantage, prudeness. It's all not all that bad and it's connected to this topic. So yeah, stay around and listen to that. Wait for it. I'm going to we're going to publish it on Friday. I realized that it would be better if we can have like two episodes every um every week and yes i would always be coming from a personal experience and that's the reason why i have all of these unpopular opinion thank you so much i'll see you next week have fun and stay safe see you